This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get reward points delivered too. So they're ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Moy round the outside of Johnny Otto of Wolves. Early cross, deflected by defender. Carlin Grant up the line. Goal, Steve Mounier! Goal, Steve Mounier! The roof has just nearly come off the John Smith Stadium. Jan Siebert is poised to gather his first win as town head coach on the back of the best performance since he took charge. And Huddersfield Town have just forced the ball over the line. Willed on by the deafening noise of the home crowd. It's Huddersfield Town 1, Wolves 0. After a one-week hiatus, Andy Takes That Chance has returned after our visa-free package holiday to Uzbekistan. Like us, Town have taken the Silk Road and picked up their first victory since the last time we played Wolves. Coming up, we'll reflect on the Newcastle and Wolves game, there's a Brighton preview, Whopper of the Week makes a triumphant return, there's a Street Kitchen update and we'll take your lead from social media. With me, Matt, today I have Richard Uzbek Kasmala and a visa-free Neil Wayne. Good evening. Hiya, Matt. Uh, so, just before we get into the past few weeks' activities, um, I'd just like to take a moment to pay our condolences to the friends and family of Emma Calderwood. Uh, Emma is um, somebody who worked in retail at the club and has sadly passed away this past week. And from the outpouring from the club, you could tell that she was an incredibly likeable person. And uh, So our condolences go out to the friends, family and colleagues of Emma. Absolutely. Well, we'll just uh, endorse that and pass it on from uh, all of us. Just horrible, horrible news. Okay, so let's get the Newcastle game out of the way, uh, as we've better things to talk about this week. Um, one positive from the Newcastle game, uh, Cosy, uh, was that, seeing as though we didn't do a podcast last week, it turns out the curse is indeed 
the young man from mm-hmm. Instagram. Um, but for me, that performance at Newcastle was probably up there with Stoke as our worst ever Premier League performance, Neil. Or down there. <laughs> down there, yeah. It was, yeah, it was, it was an absolute shocker. Other than we, we kept ball well for the first three minutes, something like that. Threatened nil. Um, I honestly don't think the sending off made one iota of difference to the outcome. I think we'd have lost regardless. It was just one of those completely tepid, heartless, horrible performances. Yeah, thank Thankfully, the post was our friend and Jonas Lossel was our bigger friend. It could have been embarrassing against free-flowing football from Rafa Benitez, but there's only one man of the match for me or you know people of the match. The uh, the support, incredible. 2,700 and all you could hear were Huddersfield fans. Ow! I know a lot of it might be gallows humour and, and stuff, but incredible support. And you're incredible. You'd think Huddersfield were winning the game, not, not Newcastle, but yeah, it was absolutely dismal uh, afternoon and yeah, Newcastle and Rafa, it, we normally make it hard for them, don't we, Neil? But it was just so easy for them, wasn't it? Really? Just on, on support, it was quite funny. I was watching it on a stream and do it through uh, NBC, an American stream. Yeah, and it was Matt Holland doing core commentary. And early on in the game, he's, he's raving about the fantastic support ringing round St. James's Park. And it was just all it was with town fans. It's all he could hear. Yeah, Brilliant. It was, a, it was a joke, wasn't it? Because yeah. all, all I heard for 90 minutes was Newcastle fans moaning until it got to close to the end of the game and we're on our way from, from the town fans yeah. mainly which was which was great to hear um, kudos as well to Jonas Lursel that save against the crossbar was outstanding world class you could even say yeah. that was a, a genuinely quality performance from, from Jonas ignoring the one that trickled through his it, he's, he's one man who has not let himself down this season for me he's uh, very unfortunate not to start the season and I think that cost us to a certain extent Made me laugh at work on Mondays. Someone said, "Cause uh, I thought it was your losses. Was my keeper got four points in his fantasy league?" I says, "Cause he made about millions of saves, mate, <laughs> and that as well." And uh, that sums it up. Yeah, definitely in the obviously the dismal run that we've had. Uh, Lussell stripes has kind of been earned, and I suppose the only worry is that people are going to be looking at it, and if they want a keeper next year at a top level team, we could be feeling off some offers. But he was sensational. If it happens, it happens, doesn't it? But yeah. He's a Premier League keeper, so I won't be surprised to see him go at all. He's a, he's a good guy. You can tell he's a good yeah, good is. bloke, Jonas. And he, he seems settled, so I'd be surprised to see him go. But I'd be disappointed if he went. But if he did, if he did, you you won't be surprised, I guess. But no. uh, one question we've had from Twitter, so we'll fire into some of the um, social. Is that, media. Is that an into Newcastle? It's it, yeah. It, to end <laughs> Newcastle on, I, I don't really want to linger on no. on that too. Well, much. we've got to touch on Tommy Smith. I mean, I mean, we praised him before, Neil. You're the kind of guy you need to build around and what have you. But and I know it's easy from you know the sidelines, but what was he doing there? It was daft. It it, it was just daft. Um, we've seen better players than Tommy Smith do that before. I'm not going to write him off on back of one bit of stupidity, but from, from your captain on a day like that, it's, you. You don't, you don't need that. No, I mean, it was an easy decision for the referee, but I suppose all you yeah. would say, kind of on the other hand, was, uh, I'm trying to think who, for uh, Bakuna, wasn't it? I, I mean, that, that was a, a shocking tackle on him, that, on another day, that could have, you know, been a red as well, but 
Again, I don't want it to turn it onto a... No, it's, a, it's, thing, it's, a, it's a red card, blatant red card. Oh, I don't Smith think is, but that, you know, they won on Bakuna, but obviously we saw last year with Kachunga, something at St. James' Park and Reds for Newcastle. Newcastle, Newcastle yeah. have got away with some shockers against us. The Lascelles tackle in the home game was watch, worse yeah. than Tommy Smith's. They yeah, like, and they won't even on pitch. They were, they were quick, they were fast, they were, like they were going to score every time. It were uh, it was a sobering afternoon. They, they fully deserve that. So the question we've got from social media to end Newcastle on... Um, is from Sue Arthur, uh, whose question for the podcast is, is our new attacking formation exposing our defence? I think she's onto something. I think, yes. I think uh, tracking back, especially at Newcastle, from midfield in particular, was a bit poor, but I'm not sure whether the system affects it or whether it's the personnel. I, I just think it's very, very difficult to sort of give any tangible reason to anything at the moment. I think it's very much a, a work in progress. He's not got the players he wants. We've certainly not got some players in there that we that we want and need. I think we know the ones that have down tools and are clearly head spaces elsewhere. But we'll, we'll judge that more towards the end of the season if he gets some uh, decent run going and sort of lets us see what his, his real plan is. Because obviously, moving on to last night, last night was... That chalk and chase from Newcastle. Of course, and players are obviously playing with heads down and tracking back becomes harder, doesn't it, when you're on a bit of a or in a bit of a rut as well. When you've not won for fourteen, at any level of football that is soul destroying. And when it when you're doing it in front of millions of people on T V and what have you, and I know people say they get paid a lot and whatever else, but you know, they've still got pride, and it's it's got to work. It's really got to work. But some of them have clearly down tools. Another positive for me though was some of the interviews afterwards. You know, Chris Lerver and the gaffer himself. This is what gave me a bit of a buoyancy because it had been so easy for him to come out after and said, you know, we were playing. And I think David Wagner would have done this. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, with twenty minutes, it's always hard at a place like Newcastle. Ten men, blah blah blah. No excuses. Appalled really at the the lack of effort and. We'll come on to tomorrow, last night's game in a bit, but clear, you know, the manager saw what we saw and, you know, obviously made so many changes, but it was great. And, and Lerva knew that they kind of let, let the team down, and it was an appreciation that I don't think, I honestly think Wagner would have said, you know, trying to defend, but this, and Siva, early doors to come out with stuff like that, he probably should, I think it was the making of him, really, as we saw, you know, kind of last night. Maybe it was a, a watershed. I, I'm the boss now. Ship up or ship or go. So we'll move on uh, to last night. Bit of an odd lineup, Neil. Um, eight changes, um, a new system, uh, the four-one-two-one-two, which is a bit in vogue at the moment in Europe, especially sort of Champions League. Um, when I looked at it at first, I thought because he's Siva, you know, we've been talking about why is he playing Depoitre, etc. And the only rationale I'm coming back with is that. Every week he's saying we need to get X amount of points to stay up. You know, he's looking at survival, etc., etc. Um, but eight changes. And at first you maybe thought, oh, has he finally decided that he's going to have his pre-season early doors, if you like. But not a bit of it. I thought we were excellent. There's nothing I could come away with last night that's a negative. I think... Talking it with Dad in ground while the game's going on, sort of 15, 10, 15 minutes left. And at that point, it's a good nil-nil draw. It's actually, we've actually played really well. We've troubled them. To be fair, we've dominated them for most of the game. Lossell has earned his day off. He put all that effort in at Newcastle to no avail. 
and he literally had nothing to do last night at all. Nothing. Um, nice to see the young kid, Danny, in it right back. Thought he did okay. Nothing more, nothing less. But for a debut against a team that's going for Europe against a tricky customer in Yotta, um, he, did, he did okay. I thought Bakuna, when he came on, he was excellent second half. But the standout for me, man of the match by a long way, Stankovic. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. The Slovenian shield, or as my mate Thomas called him, the Stanker man. It was a bit of a wow moment for me. I, I sat in a bar, quarter to seven, and I thought, wow, this is this is a massive moment, I thought, for Jan Siebert. When it flashed up on everyone's phone, eight changes. Now, eight changes. That is huge. And obviously, we put the question out we'll talk about later. And a lot of people said, well, after Saturday, what you know, make the change. But I just thought this was a man... Some people might say, yeah, just shuffling dictators and tight This one man really putting his stamp on things. And this could have gone totally the other way against the Wolves team that I've played. Although we didn't see that last night. Free-flowing football. This was massive, I thought. I really... I was texting a few people thinking, wow. And a lot of, lot of the people that were coming back, this is great, you know, something different. But I just thought, wow, two, one, maybe two training sessions between them, these, this team. <laughs> could they have really worked on anything? And... It had all the, it all had all the anticipation that it could have been a bit of a car crash. So I, I thought this was just such a huge moment for Jan Sievert, and obviously it worked out well in the end. But massive credit to the to the guy for for doing what he did. Mentioned some real senior players, and I I don't think Adam had eight changes. I cannot recall. Although people said to me, yeah, you know, Wagner did it at Birmingham. I don't think that counts or any kind of cup games. But I can't recall that in a league game when there's kind of a normal situation a town manager's ever made as many changes in a match can you Neil? No yeah not not to an extent like that like the Birmingham one with reasons behind that we're going into playoffs and what have you um, but last night to see that with eight changes yeah couldn't believe what we're seeing to be honest but when you read through it and you try to make head to tail of it and work out who's playing where and who's doing what and who's in and who's out and I, 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 I were pleased I've got to be honest with you. I, I, were, I were happy about it it needed it and it was nice to see a manager with the balls, especially a young manager, new, new to it. It was nice to see him with the balls to actually say, right, well, yeah, we're doing this. So, Cosy, you were up in the town centre before, weren't you? It was absolutely flat. I wondered if there were a game at times. You know, there was no one there. The, the bars I went in, the guys that I was speaking to, a lot of them were like debating, do we even go? Uh, I think one bar were doing like a pair of drinks and they were even thinking of staying, but flat, understandably, really. And as soon as we got into the ground, Walked up the hills and the Wolves buses and the fans seemed well up for it. But as I got in, I mean, we're a late, it's a late filling ground anyway, but I thought 25 to 8, I sent you guys a picture and I'm thinking, wow, where is everybody? Uh, I know they give that laughable 22,000 a crowd at the end. I think uh, someone's trying to pull the wool over our eyes. But yeah, I just, the place was, I really didn't know what we were going to get, not just on the pitch, but off the pitch. And the first bit thing that buoyed me was Grant, uh, chasing a ball uh, at the side by I call it crackpot corner Riverside towards the away fans and uh, he was proper putting himself about and he really you know were hustling and bustling and, and I thought this, I, you know when you see stuff like that, you just feel well you know it's limited things that I look for I'm not looking for like world class nah. football I've, I don't see enough of that when we go to Spain but just like effort and like desire and large care and we got that straight away and I thought could be onto something here but obviously knowing who we were playing it seemed to reinvigorate the crowd a bit as well, Neil. 
Completely. I think seeing Grant in there and giving everything and Dehaney, brilliant. Just nice to see Sievert take these chances on these young lads. I know we've paid a couple of million for Grant, but it's come from League One. Probably not a lot of expectation on his shoulders, which would be good for him. And let's be fair, which strikers have fallen that they've been in this season, no to follow. So he's got a free hit, really, for the rest of the season. For me, I'll just leave him in now. But so just, just on Grant as well, do you think... I personally think, you know, the vibe from the Charlton fans was that, look, lads, yeah, he's all right, scores goals, but he can't play wide, he can't play up front by himself, he can't do this, can't do that. A little bit of salt going on. Um, do you think it was a really good move from Sievert to pair him with a big man like Mooney and I take think, some pressure I think off? it was, but for Charlton fans to say he can't play wide, it... it he did a lot of great work in channels last night for me, especially down right hand side. Yep. Um, so m- maybe different coaching, different level of players around him, you know that'll bring him on. But I think yeah, Perry Mounier was a masterstroke, and for me, he's had a lot of stick this season. But I thought Mounier were excellent last night. I thought he was our best attacker uh, yesterday. He had a twenty-minute lull where he's on his heels, which he does. But yeah, he always seemed to me praying for Depatra not to come on. <laughs> yeah. Mounier is only twenty-five, I think. I'm saying, but he almost feel like to me were a bit of a father figure for Grant last night, kind yeah. of bringing him through the game. I like, it was really good to see that. And there were a couple of things. Obviously, we'll probably come on to the goal later on, but the thing that I liked about it, A from Siva, it would have been such an easy substitution to bring Grant back, Grant off after 70 minutes and bring De Potter on. But he didn't. He kept him on. I was really proud of Siva for doing that. And the, th- and the other thing was, really, he just kept going to the end. His engine was fantastic. And, yeah. and then part of me thinks, well, he's hardly ever had a game. But maybe he was running on adrenaline. Maybe he was so keen. But the fact that he was there in the box was a vital part in the goal, or probably the vital part of the goal. Four men in the box as well. We scored yeah. that. Yeah. There was injury time. Yeah. And I, I think we were just chatting off air, Matt, kind of thing before. And you were saying, that, I think, yeah, there's a lot of grand, wow, and a lot of great stuff on social media. And you were kind of feared that we're getting a bit carried away. But I just think we've been so lacking in anything positive, especially when strikers are concerned. And I think everyone's just clinging on to this. It was just a beautiful thing, really, and that as well. And I, I really do like, you know, what, what I saw from him last night and wanting to see more. I think the thing that really surprised is probably harsh, but the thing that I really, really enjoyed from last night was a man playing who's had wretched fortune with injuries since he signed for us. Um, had a bit of a wretched debut against Wigan in Championship, got taken apart. The last game I can remember him playing really well was Norwich away in Championship, when we had a great night there. And last night, he was absolutely phenomenal. Man at match by a mile, Stankovic. The like, Slovenian well, shield, or as my mate Tom says, the Stanker man, which I thought was really good. What was that stat that someone put out last night about Stankovic? And it's, was it he's played three games with one, two, and he scored, he scored in the other? In other yeah, game. that's it. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty good, that. <laughs> there, there's your player of the year. <laughs> uh, to be, to be fair, the defensive midfield is the position he plays for Slovenian under 21s. Um, who'd have thought? Remember, cast your minds back to David Wagner's first interview. At the Millbridge Club, Cosy, I think you were there. Neil, were you there as well? Standing room, yeah, yeah. And the question was, if you could sign a defender, a midfielder, and a striker, anyone in the world, who would you sign? And he said Lewandowski up front. Yeah. The midfielder was somebody equally as talented. Yeah. And then there were a few raised eyebrows when he said Stankovic in defence, and everyone just like he was the one wanting that. He shouted out that? more than you know Schindler. Yeah. He was the one. Yeah. What I, I loved it, I don't have seen any videos afterwards. I mean, they were proper milking it with the social media team as you would with not winning wins, but Stankovic was absolutely overjoyed. He yeah. was buzzing. 
He seems fist a good pumping. Bloke, he? he were brilliant. I'd, I'd love to see that. I thought there's a guy, like you say, Neil, horrendous luck with injuries, limited opportunities, seems a good guy, you know, kind of not rocket yeah. Got his chance and he was absolutely over the moon. Like, he played a part in that fantastic victory. I'd I love to see stuff like that. Do as well. So, Stankovic patrolling that sort of defensive midfield area. Um, Hogg kind of shifted into more of a midfield role. Hoggy always always good, isn't it? Pressing, winning the ball, etc. Yeah. Stankovic's pressing were amazing as well. Sort of jump in there. But he were like, that was one of the things. We didn't give their midfield any time to breathe yeah. last night. That were key in the win, I thought. Well, same at their place. Never let their midfield get going because if they do get going, they're bloody good. Yeah. Um, and uh, a debut, Cosy, for D'Amico Dehaney at right back. Um, how do you think he got on? Difficult. Oh, well... well. <laughs> What were his last two games before? I think you quoted him, Matt. What it under Gunthorpe, I think he was one of them. Yeah. So coming in, I thought, eight, wow, this is maybe. a bit scary. I thought he started the first half of the first half. I thought he looked quite assured in that as well. But I have to be honest, that Wolves, without really looking like they were getting down his side quite a lot, and I thought again, really clever management to, you know, kind of take him out of the fray at half time. Was it? Was it in the kind of nevers that were getting round uh, him? Diego Jota. Jota, sorry, yeah. yeah. He, he and. Obviously, in the south stand and the other stand, just kept seeing the, you know this jot kind of pull, peeling round him and, and yeah. kind of hoping the cross is not good. So yeah, but again, he's had a taste and, and he's going to be well hungry for more. It'll it have done him world of good. That's he's come up against you know a really a top class wide player there. So to to it's come awesome. out and get forty five minutes under his belt, he'll learn hell of a lot last night more than he would playing a season's worth of under twenty three or under twenty one or under nineteen games. I think considering the stratospheric jump from E triple P level four and playing against no offence to them, Scunthorpe, Fleetwood, Grimsby yeah. under But it is what it is. Twenty ones. To then marking an international winger, I think considering that leap he's oh, taken. Oh bagged an trick against Leicester only a couple of months ago. Exactly. I think he, I thought he did okay. Uh first twenty on the ball I thought he looked really sharp, really yeah. well. Um but I think once they'd kind of figured out that defensively he was struggling a bit Jota kind of coasted past him a bit and I thought it was the right decision to sort of take him off and protect him but at half time but you can imagine Matt though to be now, fair well done to him and, and it like Neil said I think it will have done him the world of good too I don't think it's just, just, him, just any young players now at Udersfield Town are going to see that and think I've got maybe a chance of getting through now which they probably wouldn't do before he's going to be coming his car to training tomorrow absolutely buzzing can't wait to get his boots on can't wait to get yeah. stuck in get on that training field and other guys are thinking wow if, if the gaffer's going to give this young guy a chance and I think that's probably you know, I don't want to criticise Wagner, message, but yeah, yeah he, he, well, he's, he's yeah. had him training with them since he arrived, hasn't he? Yeah, and you know he's been working with them yeah. ever since Seabert walked in the door, so he's clearly got an eye on on the youth. Um, there were a few town fans where I were like, and about like having to Google him, where, which position does he play? Because you know when they put that tweet out, it's like they just kind of scattered it about. They don't put it in a form. Well, it's all in them. number order. Yeah, it's a number order. It's just like, eh, who's this? <laughs> um. The, the good thing as well, um, Cosy, is that you've, um, through one or two of your links, you've, Jan Sievert's been taking a bit more of an interest, hasn't he, in the in the young players? Yeah, I've been finding out that he's been going to a lot of these you know, development games and he's been going to the away games as well. So I think that's really good that he's you know, kind of wanting to you know, know who's coming through. He's looking at all his options, really, which I think is really good. I think that can only be positive for the club. And part of you thinks, well, so you should do, really. We're not exactly rich with 
you know, kind of talent and money and stuff. So you've got to have a look at who you've got, which is all we've been saying for the last couple of weeks. He's, he's got to assess everything. The, the pre-season that we've been calling it, the long pre-season he's had, he's got to take a look at everyone. But it's refreshing because a lot, I know there's a lot of managers, you know, kind of don't even touch kind of their development teams and, and probably even lower down and stuff as well. So we've got a manager here who really is, you know, having a look, <coughs> at, you know, and seeing what, what's available. It's, it's good to see, isn't it? It's good to see that. And it, it keeps them striving and pushing for more, doesn't it, from a little bit further down. So, was there a... It's the first win, everybody's positive. Was there any sort of players that maybe you thought could have done better, maybe slightly disappointed with? Are we quite happy overall? From last night, I thought Schindler and Congolo showed that they're his best centre-back pairing. Yeah. I, thought, I thought that triangle was really yeah, good. Yeah, really good. Stankovic shielded them superbly, it sort of... It worked well together. Um, the the only one that I'd change out of all that, if I'm being brought, Aaron Moy's got a play for me, uh-huh. so that's a no brainer. But other other than Aaron Moy, he's clearly his best player, and it gave us that fresh impetus when he came up towards the end. We, it sort of gave us a, an extra bit of, from being a good performance. It went to a very good performance last ten fifteen minutes. We went for it, and I thought him and Kachunga both added to that. Um, but the only one that had a change out of the starting lineup, other than Moy. Is I'd always pick Lerva at left back over Dern. I thought Dern were okay. Yeah, I, I must admit, Eric Dern was is someone who I'm. Oh god, it sounds a bit. I don't mind having a go at players, but I'm not too fussed if if he stays or he goes at this stage. Neil, I'm not. Yeah, we get that he was you know badly injured, prone, and what have you. But he just I'm not seeing that. Maybe a, a step down in standard might seem to come to the fore. Maybe he does a lot. Kind of on the training ground with his experience, but I'm not. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm totally with you there, mate. So what I thought was quite strange at the time, Neil, but ended up quite well was um, the fullback needs to come off. Um, we've got a guy who can play right back, playing left back, uh, a left back on the bench. So the the logical thing seemed to be to Lover swap on, over yeah. Derm to right back and Lerva a left back. But none of it. <laughs> on comes on comes the uh, Dutch wonder kid, if you like, Janino Bakuna, and. Uh, what showed half. it really well. What an half he had. It took him four, five, six minutes to sort of really get into it. Um, but from then on, not only is he crunching at tackles and finding great passes, he's gene crowd up, down all, all the way down Kilner side, south stand. It's really maturing, isn't he? Yeah. And it, I mean, it was heavily, heavily involved in the goal. Won the ball in a bit of a scrap. Uh, won it twice. Just before the goal, then at the time, still a composure to find Moy. Um, but his, his all around performance, I thought it was absolutely superb last night. Some people were saying to me, the new Darren Bullock. Wasn't it great, though? <laughs> this was a guy who a really mattered. <laughs> He's coming on with 20 minutes to go in a season that is a nightmare. This was a guy, and it really mattered what happened on that pitch. He really cared. Yeah. He's just brilliant because we've been. You know, used to recent weeks of just people putting in half shifts and stuff like that as well. And then some of the Wolves players were really scared of him as well. There was one moment in front of the uh, Kilner Bank. I can't remember who the winger was. The uh, Jotter again. He might it? have been Jotter, but basically Bakuna had connected with him. Jotter were going over the Kilner into Dalton Fisher is probably. It were, it were unbelievable. <laughs> they took him off in the end, did yeah. Jotter, didn't yeah. they? He did such a good job. They yeah. took Jotter off and put... Billy was Kelly so Arrow pumped. He was, he was just brilliant though. And, and again, he's. we've been talking obviously about him in a lot of the other pods and... Versatile, obviously playing. You know what he did last night. But you can see why he yeah. had the uh, the yellow and red card record he had over in Holland last night. He was very, yeah, sort of committed, shall we say? <laughs> yeah, 
But, but in, a, in, yeah. a, in a good way, was very controlled with it as well. And uh, lads clearly growing yeah. up, um, he's, he's, and he's clearly seen that he's got a chance <laughs> under Neil Gaffer. And well, good luck to him. The other real public that could be other real public love stuff like that. Yeah. And it could be a future era. Again, Absolutely, we don't want yeah. to big him up, but again, we're on about building. Well, we can't go too far. We're on about building fifteen, isn't it? But yeah. it's, uh, but building forward and, and players you'd want to keep and take forward in, the, in yeah. our shirts for next season. And Tick. we've spoke about that, haven't we? This is like a pre pre season now, and he's now got the chance to pick out the players that he does want to mm. have a sort of heart of it next mm. season. And, and looking at Bakuna, he's, he's definitely going to win amongst. Although I saw some Twitter accounts today, some of the national Twitter. Can Huddersfield after last night still stay in the division and putting <laughs> balls out? It's just bonkers, <laughs> isn't it? But yeah, calm down because I think Southampton went tonight was back to where we were. But yeah. So if we just flash back to Stankovic for a moment, he's given Jan Siever a good headache he's given him something to think about now usually you would pick Jonathan Hogg as your defensive midfielder as your shield in front of the back four but Stankovic now offers a, a very real alternative so going forward in that midfield you, Neil you've said Aaron Moy has to play I think Aaron Moy has to play Cosy. I'm sure you would say Aaron yeah, Moy has to play because you always say if, if Moy plays well Town play well um, yeah. who makes way because we've got Billing in there Jonathan Hogg I thought Billy, you know, Bakuna's should, knocking. I should have mentioned it last night. You kind of saying what anyone didn't play. I don't think Billing was his better night. That was all right. Did you think so? Yeah. I, th- I thought I th- one I th- player that didn't disappoint but didn't impress me either was again Alex Pritchard. He just, I thought, apart from a fifteen-minute spell just before and after half time, I thought it was. Again, we don't know. I yet. thought the the system re- should have really suited Worked him, and again, he didn't. He just didn't do enough again for me. Going back to your question, Matt, the one thing I think. Stankovic will have her over Og. I think coming forward, he's more. I mean, he had that horrendous shot, but <laughs> but I'd, he gives you oh, gives you more than not going forward. There's hundred percent for me. Uh, I just don't know how he can play them both in the same team. And obviously, we did that last night. That'll be interesting. That's the. This is the question. You see, who do you who would you pick? That's the million dollar thing. Moy's going to play. If you we're pick being brutally honest about Hogg? it, looking further in this season, I don't think Moy's going to be part of the problem. If we're being honest, I, I just can't see Adam Moy being here next season. Maybe I'll be Billing. absolutely delighted, obviously. We all will if he does. Would if, you? If he does stay, but I can't see it. Of course, then, Neil, give me a shock. Would you, no. would you play Stankovic and Hogg? Do you think they're a bit too similar, a bit too defensive-minded, maybe? Depends. Game depends on who your opponents are for me. It's horses for courses, and you can't always go... If you're going to start playing two strikers, there's got to be some help somewhere behind you. Um... That's that's a it's good a, point. It's a, it's a nice it's a nice problem to have, isn't it? I think the problem that we had on some of Wagner's reign is that we have too many shields, too protective, and I think that's stifled our attack. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's nullified our attack. And I get there's a fine balance, and like you mentioned there, Newcastle, it's it's hard to Wagner was all about rigidity and control, yeah. though, wasn't he? He was, so he was obsessed I, with control. But see, it's grown a pair. We have a few of his since so far, so you won't be surprised if he kind of maybe move one of them out and. It's interesting listening to the players talk about Siva and how he likes to play and how he likes to get the ball forward quicker and it's not so much about structure as what it was with David Wagner and, and David Wagner was more about pivoting and using half spaces and wing backs sort of uh, coming over the top but what's what's really good with Jan Siva is he seems to like the players to get forward, get early and it's almost a blitzkrieg kind of thing. I don't know if that's an unfortunate I think term, the, fact, the fact that we still had three, three or four men in the box in injury time try to win the game We've not seen a lot of that this season, have we? I haven't seen three uh, or four men in the box ever. No. So, you know, to try to still win the game at that point. I mean, when Stankovic went off at the end after the knock, did we bring a defensive player on? 
no, we brought Kachunga on. And he, he, he just really went for it. And that, that's got to be applauded. You know, there's, there's, obviously, there's a sense of, oh, we've nothing to lose. It wouldn't matter if they'd have got one on break because we're. You know, with 11 points, you're pretty much done anyway. Well, but finally, we had a bit of lady luck with the goal. Yeah, finally, absolutely. because we did. I just thought, typical town. Fully this. deserved as It's well. incredible. The keeper makes that save. I'm just thinking, here we go again. Yeah. But it comes out and it's a lovely finish. Yeah. There's a brilliant picture on there. I don't think it's Huddersfield's social media, but just shows the joy. They're just, just about to tap it in. It's Rooney. Yeah. And the, I think it's Kachunga might be behind a camera. Kachunga's next to Yeah, because yeah. big smile and a grin. It's just such a brilliant yeah. photo. Keeps it in play, holds off and Bemba releases Payne in space. Payne's got a chance. Yes. Payne scores. Jack Payne scores. Low diagonal shot into the bottom corner. So we'll move on from Wolves. So three Do happy. Three happy. Well, 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 <laughs> Keepers in this bubble. Keep going. Yeah. There was some great chants last there. night, wasn't there, from the crowd? Did, yeah. I don't know if you heard where you were sat, but they were really giving it to the yeah. Wolves fans. I, I, I kind of led one of them. I'm really proud of that. But yeah, they were. Uh, whatever they do this season, they lost to us twice. But yeah, we're not letting you move on, Matt. We noticed. No, 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 it's way. linked. If that's if that works, <laughs> it's linked. Um, so after another hiatus as well. Our special feature, Neil, has probably been in Uzbekistan as well. And coming back from a visa-free package deal is... Right, Neil, having come across two uh, two fan bases with the most, in my opinion, the most amount of whoppers in the Premier League this week, it was always going to throw in some good contenders, whether that's Newcastle fans asking uh, the club to sue Tommy Smith for GBH or some of the tripe that comes out from uh, Whopperhampton Wanderers. But, Cosy, you've got a potential contender, haven't you? But there is one clear winner this week. He's walked it, hasn't he? What an app! I mean, this this lad is he's a contender for what brother says, isn't he? An absolute he wretch. Is. I mean, uh, Scroty McScrotison. Wolves fan TV. I mean, this video has been doing the rounds all day. The Wolves fans are embarrassed by it. The Town fans are amused by it. We're a pub team. We're this. We're that. We're the other. He's gone on a rant. It's a. It, to be fair, it's a top quality rant. He has lost it, hasn't he? But then he's had to go back to school this morning and face everybody after losing again to Huddersfield Town. But yeah, Wolves fan TV, just stop what you're doing. Stop embarrassing yourself. Pack it in. Go get a job. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll play, I'll play that in now. It's to Huddersfield. What is going Oh my God, this is it. This is mental. I am actually really annoyed about this. This is an absolute joke. Who loses to Huddersfield Town in football anymore? No, never mind. Drop points, lose. What on earth? We've we've lost to a pub side. We've literally lost to a pub side. I think I could have fielded eleven of me on the pitch for the last four months. Put the Huddersfield Town logo on and done a better job than than Huddersfield. How do we lose to them? I don't know whether to be annoyed at Wolves here 
annoyed at us for a very, very poor performance where we didn't even manage a shot on target or at Huddersfield for somehow turning up twice in the season. The only two games you've turned up at the whole season and it's against us and I don't know why. Why has there been such a transformation from being so shit, shits, being so good? What's going I'm really... The, the way it happened to be one as well, and I can understand what it's like for other sides conceding late goals against us because I'm absolutely fuming. Why do you show up against us? I tell you, who you had this field town are they're that kid at school who always uh, will to away for the more popular kids, always never say anything to test them, lie down for them, make their bed if they ask, laugh at all their jokes. Good, bad or indifferent. Basically, puppets on strings with no actual personality of themselves. As soon as somebody a little bit strange comes along, then they act all tough. Piss off Huddersfield. How dare you? How actually dare you beat us in this league? You have absolutely no right in this league at this stage of the season following your form and your displays because I've watched your match of the day and trust me, I think you might as well take up archery at times because you couldn't pick up points if it was the last thing you could do. Literally, you pick up less points than a circle on litter duty and yet you think you have the right to, to not only take points off us, those three points were ours. They, we had a defined right. You are the Derby County. 0708 version this season. You have no right to be beating us. We want to get into Europe. We might miss out on Europe now because of this. That is going to absolutely get in my tits for years to come, potentially, because of this side. You have nothing to play for this season. All of a sudden, you start showing up. It's a defensive, fantastic display. The fans were chanting. You have no right to beat Wolves. You have no right to beat anyone. You should have been relegated already. And I am very much hope now you go down and you never come back because twice now I've had to watch 180 minutes minutes of you just outclassing us for no reason at all. You've got no players I know about other than Aaron Moy, Mounier and Schindler. Apart from that, you've got a load of players who won their contracts out of a raffle at Huddersfield City Centre and now you go out and beat us when we really needed the points. I don't know why I'm more angry at Huddersfield than Wolves because we have no excuse. We were so bad today, which is weird because we've now three games we kind of should have won all three in an ideal situation. We would, we're second, seventh place would practically have been ours. We've only got two from nine. I'm not happy about that at all. The first two games, I mean, it was a late equaliser against Newcastle, and you can kind of, Bournemouth, the referee, was an absolute joke. So, them two games, you can kind of think, well, maybe we did well to get points. But today, there was no excuse. There was no excuse. But you know what, Wolves got, I'm not too angry about you. Even though you didn't manage a shot on target, I think Neves was all over the place today. If we're really going to go into depth, I wouldn't say any player stood out for us because they were all very bang average. But probably because they knew Huddersfield had no right to beat us today. Literally, they are the dog and duck 11. Why do they show up against us? That has really wound me up because you can guarantee next week they'll turn up whoever they play at and they'll absolutely lie down for them. They'll bend over. Hey, oh, here's your tea. Do you want a cup of tea? Every side that's been around us, Watford, Everton, Leicester, they beat, they lie down for them. They literally lie right down for them. Oh, yes, as soon as it's Wolves, as soon as it's Wolves, here we go, ready to fight. Piss off Huddersfield. I hope to never see you ever again in this league. You even Did Paul Lambert spit in David Wagner's face? when we were both in the championship or something. Is there a reason behind why they're so motivated against Wolves, home and away? If anything, they were better against us away from home. They still, you know, we didn't even score. We didn't even score a goal against Huddersfield Town. But I'm more annoyed. I don't, what, what did David, did David Wagner say to the Huddersfield players? That Wolves manager spat in my face. We need to 
proving them a point. Because there is no actual reason. You are so bad. I saw you against Newcastle, and they aren't even that good either. And you look like a Division 5 club. Why are you turning up against us and ruining our season? We had six points we should have had. Six points we should have had now that we've already dropped. Every other side in this list result. Why? You're unbelievable. Okay, Cozzy. Um, I'm a Blue and White Foundation member, so every now and then I get the emails come through from the Blue and White Foundation for Player of the Month. You know, voting is open. February, bit of a tough month. Um, not the best uh, to be... We've that mildly. Though. Let's be fair, we're, not, we're feeding on scraps. <laughs> 91 days, the last time I won. Someone, wow. That's that horrendous, that, isn't it? It's wow. also, is it 317 days since we last won on a Saturday? It's almost a year. <laughs> Don't bring a negative into it. It's so positive yeah. pod tonight. Let's talk about Wolves again. <laughs> <laughs> Away game. Can we do that one again? <laughs> so, oh. player of the month for February. I, I tend not to vote, to be honest. I tend not to. I, I usually read it and forget about it, but. There's one or two contenders this month. Uh, I, I always vote on it. Yeah, one or two contenders. If I did vote this month, I would probably give it to Bakuna. I I voted this month. I, I give it to the man who faces the storm coming at him every yeah, week. I'm going to say that. Yeah, it's Lossel. It's, yeah, for, for yeah. me, it's Lossel. And, uh, lo- it sounds ridiculous for a team that's probably going to finish bottom. But for me, his hell of a shout for player of the year is Lossell, um, which is a bit crazy for a, a season that we've had to be thinking that about your goalkeeper. But just for the saves on Saturday, he's repeated those on umpteen occasions across this season. Would have had some some real hidings, and he's kept us in games. And yeah, you know, right at home. Yeah, if if, if, if yeah. other end at pitch had been half as good as Jonas Lossell has this season. We won't be anywhere near where we are, or we'll at least be still in with a, you know, a bottom six fighting chance. Um, so I know you've got a few contenders, Matt, but for me, it's no, it's a good one. Pardon the it's pun, and, hands down, Lossell. Lossell. I, I, I like the way Bakuna's adapted into the team. It's maybe more of a sentimental thing that he's a young player coming through. I think he's adapted really well. His first touch out of his feet is, is magic yeah he's good he's a good, really good player he's, he's got a lot of quality I'm really excited by uh, what I've seen from Bakuna this last I month. actually saw there was somebody on Twitter last night <sighs> slating him saying he wasn't that good I don't I don't get it but there's but, some, there's some but when, when, but when this conversation went further he'd not even been not even seen it mm. so just shut up don't talk <laughs> if you haven't seen it you can't I, I don't see if you if have an opinion by all means. Everyone's allowed an opinion. Of course. But don't slate a player after a good performance when you've not seen. And That's a weird one. Yeah, well, it, it, it were up there for, I'm not going to say a name, but it, it were up there for a, a whopper of the week. I, I've, I've not seen it, thankfully, but we'll, we'll move on from, from that one. Cosy, what about your player of the month? Would you go Lossel as well? Yeah, I totally agree yeah. with you. I think it's been outstanding. Uh, it's... Uh, I like his attitude as well towards the supporters and that as well. He's a bit of a cheerleader. I, I have to say, I've owned an arm of a lot of his. You know, people have been saying he's good. And he's a vegan, though. Yeah. 
<laughs> I won't want to lose Lossel now, and Can't I couldn't say that a bit ago. I've got to be honest with you. I, I was one of those. I'm not too fussy. Could maybe get another keeper in. No, I want him to stay. Really he's, he's a great. He's not just a good goalkeeper. He's a great ambassador. He's an ambassador. Yeah, yeah, he is. He does a lot of good stuff. He can tell he enjoys the other school life and that as well. I, I, a lot of his, if uh, we start next season championship with Lossel as our goalkeeper, I'll we have we have done very well. Yeah, and we've arguably got best goalkeeper in that division next season. That's probably one of the dangers of. Because we want to see a bit of fight, don't we? We want to see a bit of uh, a bit of spirit, and you know, obviously, when you when you turn things around, players stand out, and players do all of a sudden become yeah. attractive to other clubs. So it's a double-edged sword, really. Isn't it, it is. It <laughs> is. But let's be fair. If somebody comes in for him, he goes for a lot of money for a player who's only cost us what just over a couple of million quid. Not a lot, yeah. Yeah. So he, he go, he, if if we sell him, he's going for a lot more than that, isn't he? So I think where we've got the. Uh, the strength on that one because he's obviously got the contract with the reduction which means he's, yeah. he's affordable yeah. uh, he's so, under a longer contract but yeah, he's, he's uh, only signed in the summer so. it'd, be, it'd be my vote player at month and arguably player at season big call I can't wait to see Ian Kilroy's tweet for you on that one <laughs> it is what it is it's just opinions isn't it simple as that Town play down the left and Moyes stayed onside. Here's Mounier! 2-0 Huddersfield Town on the opening day of the Premier League! Yeah, so speaking of Twitter, we'll, we'll move on to uh, to Twitter corner. So thank you all again for getting in touch on, on social media. Um, great to see so many people um, getting in touch as well. And one thing we like to do is, is have the agenda and, and questions driven by you guys. And always interested to... Cosy, what, what's your favourite away day? Matt, it's got to be the city ground at Nottingham. Just old school stadium, you're right near the pitch, great atmosphere. But there's nothing like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Know what your opinions are, even if you don't like Ginny Bakuna. But one one that came through, Neil, was sent to us by uh, Hotline Billing, courtesy of Chris Rowan. I think this kind of came through before the Wolves game, so if we sort of like look at this, you know, in, in that kind of light. Um, and the question he asks is, uh, should Huddersfield Town have waited until closer to the end of the season or the beginning of the summer before making a permanent managerial appointment with Jan Sievert uh, to ensure their credibility going into next season. So I think where this has come in is because I think a few people have started giving Jan Sievert a little bit of stick online uh, for team selections and and other things. But any thoughts for uh, you, Cosy? Well, there's rumours of a takeover, obviously. So I that could be... a an interesting one that could still have an agenda really because if you're getting new, new owners and you know new ideas then they might bring a new man in and so I I'm glad that we did we were brave to be honest my first thought was yeah give it to Hudson until the end of the season but yeah 
and my only worry would be that you know someone else new maybe will take over the club if you believe what you're hearing behind the scenes and then maybe thinking right it's someone you know it's not for me and but the thing is you, you I think what worried me a little bit with Sievert's early games is it's an hard one because he's just been thrown into a, a standard that clearly a lot of these players aren't good enough to be so, but you didn't see anything that were worth clinging on to but the the Arsenal like, game was good wasn't it yeah the Arsenal game sorry was good the Newcastle step back and I was thinking yeah, yeah, the, so when I saw that eight changes I'm thinking I, I just went you know like proper took a breath in because I thought this is his moment here see but he's going to sink or swim by this because if we'd have got beat by loads and he made all them changes where does he go next bring them others back in it's chaos but he got he got what you know the reaction that he wanted so I've changed my mind on it at first I thought yeah safe pair of hands to the end of the season but no uh, we're seeing improvements and effort changes, so I'm glad we did. I think if anyone, Neil, has got a, a problem with Jan Ziva after four games, they probably need to realign their expectations a little bit. I, I you've, think you've got, you've got, got to give him a bit more into. time, haven't you? Look at what he's coming to. He's come to a demoralised team who are staring relegation in face. He's, he's infectious, he's, he's really yeah. enthusiastic, yeah, and I think that's really positive. And I think it's what they've needed, to be honest. Um, but I think I pretty much echo everything that Cosy just said. He just absolutely nailed it. To be honest, well, nailed Cosie. it. Uh, move on, <laughs> move on. <laughs> yeah, not not to add, not quite saying it twice. I'm not quite sure if I can say it in English, but um, goats are the salt in the soup. You know, if the if the soup is tasty, there has to be salt sometimes in it. Yeah, and without a goal, you can't win the game. So um, we're trying to uh, be good chefs. <laughs> right so that ties in nicely Cosy with I'll jump ahead a little bit um, and go off piste but you had a, a podca- podcast question on Twitter really, uh, pertaining to uh, Zivert yeah have you got the tweets there because my phone's a bit uh, out of action at the moment someone check his phone see what he's looking at <laughs> yeah, sorry. is it karaoke lyrics for Oh, I'll give you a bit of a... Right, Cosy, what's the question you've got? Yeah, uh, what are your early impressions of Siva? Was he brave last night or a no-brainer, really, making eight changes after the post-show at Newcastle? Off we go, Terry a blog, uh, very brave, playing Duhani, especially could have blown up in his face, think he had serious words post-Newcastle, and that got four likes, which is quite interesting, obviously people agree. Graham Rayner, making changes was a no-brainer, but to the extent of them, and the selection of Double D at right-back was ballsy and sent a message. Uh, John Smith, a combination of four factors, unhappiness with Newcastle performance, fatigue, recovery time with the three-game week resulting in squad rotation, a fresh eye view of all players in the squad and huge balls to go with such a radical change, including changing to a diamond, 4-4-2. Uh, Mal- I, like, I like that tweet, it's good. Yeah, Malky, brave, near balls even. So I thought, because I was just thinking, this is a big thing and there's real shows, real balls, but others were kind of poo-pooing me walking to the ground, but... Good to see some support here. Terry or Pete, Pete Green. He's got nothing to lose by being a bit radical with selections. It would be nice to see some left field decisions, change it about and get a change of look, which we did last night. Obviously, some fresh youthful exuberance like Grant gives is great. <coughs> Lee Walker's impressed with his diamond 4-4-2 last night in the Arsenal performance. It'd be nice to keep it going and have some form of run going into the championship. Jason Wilson, by changing so many players, he will get an idea of who he wants to fight and who he doesn't and he will know who he wants to keep and who will to let go. Chris Ellis, impressed so far, last night's result was a reward for the changes he's making and will give the players belief that the changes are working, plus I love a manager with that level of passion. Mm. Uh, what did Nick, Lee Walker say? 
You what, sorry? What did Lee Walker say? Uh, so, yeah, Lee Walker said he'd been impressed with the Diamond 4-4-2 last night in the Arsenal performance. And it'd been nice to keep it going uh, and have some form of run uh, going into the Championship. Lee, we're staying up. <laughs> so, apologies if I don't pronounce your second round right. Nick... Uh, Vidovsic, I think it is. Result confirms it was a correct decision. Other than potentially bringing Moy back into the team, they've earned the right to start on Saturday. Hopefully a few players will have a kick up the backside after last night. Uh, Lee Robinson, like others have said, it was a mix of changing poor performers from the weekend, resting tired legs and trying out a new combo. I was delighted to see Duhane, dubious to see Stanko, brackets unwarranted as he played a blinder, and excited to see Grant start. Overall brave and exciting. Uh, Watson at DPW247, both needed changes by Brave, uh, with formation and subs. Example, Bakuna, right back rather than Lerva on a move derm. Love the reaction to the goal and seeing him congratulate each player after. Can yeah, see what he wants yeah. and when all 11 hit. And I think he'll do well. Just want to mention that. I, I noticed uh, our mate Sutty at the Yorkshire Post, he mentioned that last night. I didn't see it. That half-time, everyone that came off, he was there to greet them, was... Siva, which is an interesting one, and that as well. So it's uh, it's full of beans. I sit it's behind clear, him. He's making his stamp, isn't he? He's yeah. put his marker on the club now. It's great it's, to uh, see. He's got a great personality. So it's yeah. so contrasting to his. But his press conferences, he's nice, polite, and then when he's um, when he's on the pitch, he turns into a uh, a bit of a maniac on there. He's he's brilliant. Neil. I'm just studying results. I was looking at great escapes. He's getting excited. Southampton are winning, so I think it's off now. <laughs> yeah, we're done. We're done. We're we're done. Man. <laughs> uh, this is a morbid conversation, if you like. But I was talking to my mate on the way out, and obviously, as as it's going at the minute, we're we're heading back to the championship. But we're, we're on but, our way. But we were talking. <laughs> it's like who are the teams that you'd want to drag down with you, rather than you know? We both said we both sort of said Fulham. Especially given you know the turnover that'll happen there, and the manager won't stay. And Cardiff, you know, I, I fear for Cardiff at minute. I think they've they had lost a, two home games. They've lost five and three, haven't they? It's yeah. uh, sounds like a game. Sounds like a game of uh, dominoes. Dominoes, <laughs> five and three. Yeah, it's just it just if if we're gonna bounce back, then that you would you would think obviously it never works like that, does it? But you no. would, you would think you'd look at those. You think Fulham, big wages. They're gonna have to have another turnover like last time. Yeah, and then Cardiff. Probably, probably, and probably a managerial change because you can't you can't see Ranieri staying if they went down. Yeah, either yeah. he'd want to or they'd want him. Exactly. Um, see Watford, my tip for relegation, looking uh, struggling in I seventh think, spot. To be honest, we, I think <laughs> we, <laughs> we, I think we all, I think we all said yeah. Watford, didn't we? Fair, yeah. Yeah. We, 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 we yeah, they've col- been they've yeah. been superb. Yeah. I think we're we all, had a collection yeah. of whoppers, although they are losing tonight. Watford. Do you remember Burnley Newcastle? That Watford. were weird. Christmas pods. They're two there. They're going to bat them with us. I think they're like eight or nine unbeaten, apart from Burnley last <laughs> night in it. So yeah, we'll stick to talking about. Time. So un- unfollow the podcast. Don't listen to us because we unsubscribe. The whoppers here every week. All right. Says are we still recording? Well, we'll move on <laughs> <laughs> to the next bit. So podcast. Question one, which was sent out earlier. So, heroics last night from John Stankovic, a.k.a. The Shield, a.k.a. Busquets, a.k.a. The Stankerman. Uh, I asked the question, do you see any other players on the... <laughs> Stankerman's brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> Go on, Matt. Put it, it together. Awesome. It is brilliant. That's, that's, that's my mate, Tom. That's the, these are the gems that he comes out with. The Stankerman. Clever play on the anchor. I it again with Tom. I like it. He's a good lad. Don't tell him I said that. So, do you see any other players on the periphery of the team who may be able to surprise us and stake a claim? So, I'll throw that to you two guys first, because obviously nobody expected 
Stankovic to come in, play defensive midfield and, and be as good as he was yesterday. Bakuna came in at right back. It's shades of Kyle Dempsey under Neil, yeah, Neil yeah, Warnock. Yeah. Shades of Kyle Dempsey under David Wagner at Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, is there any more that we're sort of thinking that we've maybe typecast and maybe some more that could come in and play certain roles, positions, and that we've not even thought of? I, th- I think one that he'll look, look forward to seeing in pre-season is probably Lewis O'Brien that's at Bradford at the minute. Yeah, every time I see them, They've they look dreadful him. and he looks great. Yeah, they've which absolutely is, loved him. Um, so, yeah, I think Lewis O'Brien, I mean, he was involved quite heavily last pre-season. So getting a lot of senior football this season in, in a in a very poor team, which makes me smile so much. I hate Bradford. Um, <laughs> the, the, the fact that they're struggling, but Neil, he's shining. Neil, get their job and just take them down to oh, National League. Come on, Neil. I, 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 I could guarantee them League Two football next season. <laughs> David Watkins. But yeah, it's goodbye. It's Watkins. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I think Lewis O'Brien is is one for me. Um, do you think Jack Payne's days have gone, Neil? Well, he's out of contract end of season, right. so he's done, so, isn't he? I yeah, think we, do we so, have yeah. a, an option for another year? We I'm might, not so sure. No, I'm not sure if that might have been last but, year. But I don't know. He's not. If he comes back, he gets a chance, fair deals. If he don't, he's not he's bothered. He's a bit Pritchardy, isn't he? Yeah, but um, Lewis O'Brien's won, and I think, it, I think pre-season we'll see another young England star in amongst... For training, etc. Matty Daly. Daly. Yep. The good thing is nobody seems to be ruled out at the moment, and I think mm. you'd be more worried if you're Zanka and Deporter. To be honest with you, than them are the two big casualties. I tell you what, I've given Zanka some. Well, I won't say hammer this season because I actually really like the bloke. I thought what was good yesterday is it would be really easy to sort of sulk, you know, if you've not been picked. But he was one of the first on the field, jumping around everybody yesterday, doing the wave. So, what did you uh, think of the wave coming back? I, I texted you and said, "I feel." But I've, I've, on assessing it, I agree with you. What you said, Neil, to us on our internal WhatsApp group, we just why not? I think I think Jonathan, it's ours. I think it's. I don't think it's David Wagner. Johnny Hope were playing it down. He were like going, "No," he were kind of saying, "No." It was a bit of a weird moment. That I, I thought, what, "Are we going to do it or not?" The thing I, is, it's not about the players anymore. That one. It's 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 our it, thing. It's ours. It? It's fans. Mm. And I think when you've had a run of 14, 15 games <laughs> when you couldn't hit a cow's house with a banjo and you've never looked like getting a point, I think to give get people, that... Give the people what they want. Absolutely. And yeah. the, is there anything better in life than a, than an injury time winner? That no, place went followed, mental last night. Followed yeah. by the amounts yeah. of salt at people saying, oh, how think they've won the Champions League with that Brilliant. I love all that, yeah. me. I love well, all. I love the injury all. time love... winner, though, when it's a ooh moment, when the keeper <coughs> saved. So it's not yeah. just like a, a strike from 30 yards. Yeah, yeah. That is good. It's somewhere just that, yeah, the, oh, no, we've been denied yeah, again. Bang, no, we haven't. Yeah. The noise were unbelievable when you listen to it back. But I like, think wow. the fact that the players came round at the end, people can read too much of that and say they shouldn't be doing it. It's not a lap of honour. All that were last night. It's, it's, it's a it's a lap of just pure appreciation yeah. Yeah. because they've we've gone fifteen games without a win. They've given everything last night, everything they could possibly give. They've fully deserved to win that game, and they were coming out to thank the fans last night. That's how that's how I saw it. They were thanking the fans, and we got a chance to thank them for a great night. And if we carry on the wave when we're in, brilliant. It's ours now. It's. It's what we do, and I think fans are expected regardless of who's manager. Hundred percent. I think there's only one person that really doesn't like the wave, and I'm not. I'm not hammering this week, and that's 
Mr Pritchard who couldn't get off the pitch quick enough could he when it was going He was absolutely exhausted to be fair and he looked like he, he'd had a bit of a knock and all so I, I'm going to defend kind of Pritchard and that's what he went he looked absolutely shattered and I know he'd been subbed off but yeah I'm and, not and Siva did, did give him a bit of a slap after the game as well which was funny as well good to see wasn't it did you there? see that scene in a bench and that as well with Siva really he turned round and then he kind of moved off and then the thing he's, he's come however look at it yeah. he, the, this job for him is absolutely massive he's come from basically reserve team football in Germany and all of a sudden he's been thrust into this league where so far he's come up against Chelsea, <laughs> Arsenal. You know, th- these are these are big hitters in world football, yeah. you know, big names in world football with some of the players have got players, you know, World Cup winners. And he's come up against them having been in reserve team football. So he's and got he every no right. And I tell no you what, as well. absolutely. Yeah. And I tell you what, it was great to see him bouncing up and down like a nutter yeah. last night. It showed what it meant to him. They were all all bench, but same, all of them. It's is this nice to see? They've earned, they've earned that. They've is, earned it. Is this the bit where we're like that? I should learn from December where you get carried away and think Brighton and in free fall, then Bournemouth. Had, and I'm not saying staying up, but. But maybe some good things could come in the next few games. Are you that. saying so that we build. were in free fall and now we're staying up, Cosy? No, I'm not at all. Oh, I, I don't want that. that no. But no, that, I wouldn't if you had said Southampton <laughs> winning. But yeah, it's just that you mentioned the Dallas Moore West Brom bounce. We want that and more stuff like that. Southampton last night. Southampton are up now, by the way. All right, okay, yeah. <laughs> so on the bright side, we are definitely playing Fulham away next season again. Yeah. So that <laughs> I don't, I don't like Fulham away. We always seem to get. We do. It's a good and trip, though. I do. It's a great trip. It is. Yeah. And if you've had a few beers, at yeah. six pound a bottle, gazing across the Thames while uh, while they're all rowing yeah. and stuff is uh, is good work. But do you remember that time we went to Fulham and it all flooded round the back as well? No, only oh, time I think I'm, we lost three one under. We just lose every time we go to Fulham. So yeah. But yeah. See. So going back to. Um, the the point at hand was um, what players you would like to see um, step up. Anyone for you, Cosy, that you've not seen already? No, not really. I'm just more intrigued on some of the senior players and obviously contracts and money and wages. A lot of it we will not be party to. But mm. this is it's good. It just you know we just kept losing. We needed something to get you know get us all going again as well. And I think it must have given us a few of the senior players food for thought really. But it's, I think. Pritchard is just the frustrating one for me because you know he's a championship man who can do the business, but he just, I mean, I he went out he's... wide last night, he went everywhere, but just not influencing stuff. Is it just because the level's too good for him, Matt? You're, you're a believer on that. I think yeah. he's, I, know, I think he's just, I think the problem with Pritchard is technically he's very good. There's no doubting that he's a very skillful footballer, but I just look at him and think there are certain players that I call purgatory players whereby. They look very good in the championship and they just can't make that step up. Tom, Tom Ince. Ince. Yeah, jinx, touchwood. <laughs> can't talk for the rest of the podcast. But Tom Ince is a, is a prime example, Neil, like you said, um, who's had a few goes at it. All right, Neil, I don't know your middle name, Wayne, you're off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> I got middle name. Could right. we keep Mounier? You saying there, Moy, I agree with you. I don't think he'll be in a township next year. Can we see Mounier? I, in Does it depend let's on let's be honest. If you were a director of football, would you would you be looking at Steve Mounier and thinking twenty four years old, okay, decent age, coming going to come into his best years, but two goals in twenty odd games? Would you? It's not the biggest pull, is it? No, and I, I, I'm kind of hoping, and it doesn't. It sounds really bad, but I'm hoping he doesn't set fire, and then we can kind of keep him next year, and then he then he ignites next I, season. I, I think he'd be great in that league. If we, if we if we do okay next season, he's here. I, I'd be happy with that. The only worry I had with Mounier, Cosy, was that. The style that Jan Zivert's 
started with it they're all the front three are all very technical and the interplay and they're all got very quick feet and they move off each other and Mooney is a little bit sluggish with the ball at his feet compared to some yeah, of them and yeah. I just I just thought maybe he doesn't fit his his way of playing but I thought it was good last night so you know there's obviously a role there Johnny on the spot last yeah. night when we needed him well if you look at, his, look at him last night first chance should have scored no, no doubt about it he's got to pull that header in when he put it inside net and half at kill the bank 40 he's got to put it on target at least doesn't he yeah, yeah. Okay. the second one when he's cut in that shot is it he's used defender perfectly and it's that's almost touching post that was, that was just unlucky I'm going to froth Dale Marsden up by saying it was yeah. very Didier Drogba-esque was <laughs> and then like because he says Johnny on the spot he were there when, when we needed him last night he were there and yeah, you can look at all the previous misses in other games and he should have done this and he should have done that. But you've got to judge it on 90 minutes last night. That's that, For me, you judge it game by game. And last night, it were very good and he got his just desserts. I was delighted for him. So one player I'm re- I've been really, really hoping to see him this season because for me, he's he's got a bit of bite, he's got a bit of quality. I think he could score goals and he seems to be quite adaptable and I think that's going to fit Jan Ziver. And he sadly, it looked like he was going to be good. And then he finally got his chance away at Bournemouth, made a really good... His first thing to do was he beat... Ended up on his neck was uh, Abdulhamid Sabiri. I'm quite excited to see how he's developed and under someone who seems a little bit more pro-youth. David Wagner was always said he was pro-youth. But the I'm, only thing I'd throw in... Is he he's injured at the minute? He's just on his way back. I think he's played for the youth team a couple of times. Yeah, because he's, so, not, he's not been involved at all yet, has he? No, he's... he's I think he did. He dislocated his shoulder or something. It could, if he get, he can get himself fit. It could be a big sort of last five or six weeks at season for him. Just, just to. I think there's something there with him. I, re- I really do. And Hotline Billings mentioned Sabiri. Been unlucky with injuries. Never hit the ground running. Um, I think he's got raw talent. He was bought again as a project player. It's another one. I think. I think he's. He's what is he? Twenty one, twenty two. Yeah, I, th- I think there's something he's there. I really think there's something there. You don't. You don't get man of the match for Germany under 21s a couple of games running, do you, if there's nothing there? No. So, I'm hopeful. So, Watson agrees with uh, with that. Uh, John Lamb says, Bakuna was great when he came on. I'm glad they made that change early. Uh, you can't be sentimental with these things, which is uh, a great point. Richard Crowther says, he still thinks that should have been a free kick to us as soon as Pritchard lost the ball. No advantage when the player is not in position to receive the ball. I think that's towards Stankovic as well. Um and then we've got Watson uh, also mentioned Bakuna um, showing a lot of passion and desire Neil similar to what to what you said um, he says keep that up and then he'll be a, a shoe in for the middle um, Ben Denby uh, says uh, totally not on the periphery but would like to see what others think of Moy playing behind the front two of, of Grant and Mounier also would like an extended look at Sabiri and Benzin Diakabi so we've seen Moy play behind the, fr- behind the front man just front one though in the championship and his lack of sort of foot speed made it a bit so-so. That said, though, he got ball last night off Bakuna, cut back, and oh. then and then went back again on outside. I think it were never. It's a delicious and lost, that, and lost him. That ball was ridiculous, it, wasn't it? It, it lost oh. it, it. It did him for a couple of yards. must hate him. And then yeah, that, that ball's put in, and that's one of those crosses you just think... It's a good area, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, keeper can't come for it. There's a big, bit of a crowd... And actually, for the change, that crowd involves three or four blue and white shirts, which we've not seen all season. 
and we got the break, didn't we? We got the break. I know I mentioned the crowd at Newcastle, and I, I do bang on about it, but I, I've been absolutely staggered how, how brilliant they've held up in this season. And miss it. I really thought it'd be like a morgue last night. And it, okay, one you know as full as it normally was, but they were fantastic. I mean, the Kilner were get, getting chance going on their own. They, they were firing up at the, ri- the Riverside end with some of the refereeing. The South Stand was you know kind of up for it. I I would really bored, and I've been every week since you know this run. And I know it's a bit of gallows kind of humour, but honestly, it, it the Udersil fans are really proving me wrong. I thought it'd be now it's kind of fate's almost sealed. It'd just be. Misery, but you couldn't be more wrong. And someone put a tweet last night on the, the commentators, I can't remember the Sky or the American channel, says, Huddersfield are going down, but wow, we'll miss their su- crowd and support in the uh, Premier League. Good. So just to finish off uh, from there, Cosy, I agree with you. Um, just call me Martin. Uh, I don't know if he's from Wakefield or not, but he says, I don't know if he counts in this category, but Danny Williams, if he can get back to fitness and stay there, big, uh, big ask is that one. Uh, then he could be a big player for his next season because he's proven quality at championship level. It's an interesting one, but he's out of contract as well in the summer and it's a real what do you do because Huddersfield can't carry a lot of players in a big wage bill, so would you maybe have to, as sad as it is because he's a good player, would you maybe have to cut Danny Williams? It's a no from me. Um, I think sentiments, like John Lamb said, sentiment in football doesn't work, does it? It can't. It's the end of the day, it's a business and you can't just say yeah, we've got all this parachute payments, money, that and other. We can't afford to waste that. Um, and Danny Williams will be on a fair wedge. And um, if we're all being completely honest, what's return been? Mm. It's nil, pretty much. He's never fit. He's no. literally never fit. It's really sad because of how hard he works as well. Yeah, it's, he, it's, he does, but... It's just so unfortunate, it, isn't it? It's it's just, it? It just feels like it's not meant to be, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. So yeah. it's... Uh, and if he Sadly went on and he was, from me. if he went on, he proved he was fit elsewhere and did well. I couldn't be happier for no, him. No, absolutely, because he comes so across as a great lad as well. But so Andy Kay is the last person uh, to comment on this one. He said um, he would do the job. He's fifty-three, fat and slow, but good ne- cricketer though, were Andy. He was a good <laughs> cricketer. Be all right against Chris Gale tonight. <laughs> Never heard from town after his trial, so I presume I'm still on the books. <laughs> I'd replace Flo and Zanker at the same time due to my size. Um, but then he, he comes up with <laughs> he comes up with a good one actually where he says uh, Keen Harrett who I think he scored close to 30 goals in the development team and again we've talked about what a step up that is uh, Barnsley released him when he was a bit younger due to being small um, having been around academy setups and, and coaches before usually when you get told you're small it's, it's code for I don't think you're good enough it's yeah. one of those softly softly palm offs if you like um Barnsley look like they've made a mistake, so it'll be interesting to see how he comes on. But 17? It will. Maybe a season or two too early yet for me. Yeah. But Barnsley it's an interesting one. To, to if if you're going to bring him through, I, I don't think it'll be for us. I think if he does come through, I think we'll maybe see a loan or two A work first. experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Without a doubt. Question for you two then, trivia, if you like. How many players? Chelsea are the, the great loners, aren't they? They, yeah, they have indeed. absolutely They might not thousands. be, though, after the uh, chancellor ban coming up. Yeah. <laughs> maybe not, but... How many players do Huddersfield Town have out on loan currently? Oh God, it's a surprising amount. It's a lot. It's, a, it's is yeah. it double figures? I'm saying nine. Go on, Neil. I'm going to go eleven. If this is play your cards right, Neil wins. It's twenty-two. <laughs> it's twenty-two due to the um, oh amount of work experiences that they do. There's players what that answers, Neil. there's players wow. I'd forgotten about are, are over at some strange places. We've got them at like Brighouse and stuff, haven't we? As well, there's 
Yeah, Liversidge. There's three at Liversidge. There's yeah, a, a uh, young fullback called Sam Gibson who's quite had, decent uh, over there. It's hard to count them, isn't it? I don't know they're doing. But we can win at Brighton on Saturday. <laughs> we can. We can win there. Right then, Mr. Cosmala. Yeah, uh, we have question three. Number three was a lot of empty seats last night, but a cracking noisy following at Newcastle, which we've mentioned earlier. How are you coping with this difficult season? Be honest. Have you lost some of your passion and why? I've got to be honest. I really had to drag myself out of Revs de Cuba. Uh, other bars are available in Othersfield. Uh, if you want to go there. Sue Arthur. Still travelling from South Wales for every game. Always optimistic. That's, That's a long drive. Incredible it's support. Effort, it's, it's been artist place around on it this week, South Wales. I bet you've got a right suntan. What's the famous quote? Something like the despair I can cope with is the hope I can't stand. And then some funny man, not me, on the eight, and he takes that chance podcast. Quoted John Cleese, it's not the despair, Laura. I can take the despair. It's the hope I can't stand. Brian Stimson. Andy Kay again mentioned the uh, cricket and legend. Never stopped caring, but I've had to focus less on time, more on other stuff, as it was so sapping. My mates have stopped taking the Michael... Because it was like kicking a dying animal. <laughs> Is that the Andy Kay that played football for Robert Town? Andy, let us know, mate. Man of many talents. Peter Beresford. I know exactly what you mean about mates. I have Palace mates saying, I hope we aren't the ones that we put you down. And Fulham saying, at least we will play you next season up the town. <laughs> Positivity, Fulham. Malkin, you mentioned this earlier. On commenting team and NBC were blown away by the atmosphere from a club in such dire straits. <coughs> I don't know if this was Saturday, obviously, last night. Several times said how unique the club is. Never lose this. Alan Allen Lee, I love his super Alan Allen, uh, Allen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, I've yeah. started singing less, especially when we go 1-0 down because it just felt like we can't go on to win it. But last night was great because we were in the game the whole night. The last 10 minutes, I think the fans played a massive part in pushing the lads to go for the win. James Thornton, I would say the last 10 minutes last night were the best collective Leo's fans have been all season. Just my opinion, but the whole place was rocking. Long way you that could continue. feel it building, Cos. Yeah. It's like it was a bit quiet at first. Yeah. The, Wolves, the Wolves fans got... They, they were rubbish. They the, yeah. As fair weather yeah. and fickle as they come across. And as soon as it wasn't going yeah. their way, thumbs in mouths again. Yeah. Like at their place. And then, like at their place. And then you could just feel it building, Someone had building, the ball in building. like 89 and just like, come forward. I might have been Stankovic. Like, come on. They were like proper. Yeah. You know, they were like, come on. They were willing to start. Yeah. Were brilliant. Like, normally just winning finals. We just, never did build like it. We did. Yeah, it was like, it was just building, yeah. building. And then it was it was great last, last 10, 15, yeah. Shawcross Blue James Thornton, I would say the last 10 minutes last night were the best collective Leeds fans have been all season. Just by opinion, but the old place was rocking. Long may this continue. Uh, Alan Lee again was back. Was as good as Spurs at home this season when we chatted non-stop for 20 minutes. 2-0 down at the end. Uh, and again, Sally James came in back in. And yeah, I'll agree to that. It's amazing what a great team effort and a ref that's less bad than normal can do to the 12th man. Mr. Coote. Mr. Graham Rayner, I've started enjoying a bit of gallows humour, but I've been frustrated more this season than any point since Powell. The reason for that has been a failure to deliver what we're capable of. We are better than what we've achieved, which is something you've said, Neil, for a bit. And we'll also that. not be taking up uh, yeah. Graham's uh, suggestion yeah. of a, uh, a three-looks uh, podcast. Boys, just salute and stand up for this legend here, Mr. Pete Green. My alarm goes off at 2.50am. It's hard to justify going to a night game and then going to work on four hours kip. Oh, it doesn't say that he's going though, does he? He'll have to leave us teasing with that one. Why are you there, Pete? Why are you there? Yeah, answer the questions there. Yeah, Pete. man. If you've Alf, gone, what an effort. Alf Kennedy, being disappointing but helpful at the same time, as now I've got no superstitions. Terry Blog, engaging in a Brexit debate with a stranger became preferable to telling them what he supported. <laughs> 
Joe DeCalva, after Newcastle was really struggling, I'd started falling out of love with football, to be honest. But wow, what a way to bring me back. Magical finish. The place was rocking. Reminded me I would stick with them through the hard times. I said that today on a Twitter. They reel text. you back in. A bit emotional, really, on that as well. It's true, though, isn't it? Because yeah. you said, let's be honest, Neil, you said to me, a win doesn't change anything. You weren't feeling it, were you, for the no. game? But, and it changed it, everything. It, 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 it's it changed everything. But it has, has it? It's just. <laughs> You just the love you have of your team. It's just like it's just you can't stop it. It's just, Let's be fair. None yeah. of us, none of us saw that performance coming, especially after Newcastle. But it was fantastic. Yeah. Right? John Lamb uh, says it's really tough, and no one supports their team to see them lose every week, even in famous stadiums. We sang louder against Wolves than the Newcastle fans did, and and they're probably safe. I think the fans have been amazing, all things considered, which I've yeah. mentioned quite a few times. Uh, DT PLC a lot left at 90 minutes around sorry 80 minutes around me shame they missed the goal and Colin Frontsack ends uh, yes I travel over from Marple so one hour each way I can't really drink and it's an effort when your side doesn't even score most of the time so I've been going because I love the crack and I see my mates so Chris Gale's so, yeah. out there cosy I'm glad there's some lovely replies there where's, gotta put that tweet where's on. Marple yeah we're gonna say that yeah All right, I just think Mace. of Agatha Colin don't yeah, how nice it is they serve yeah. a nice pint just uh, let us know it's not the Agatha Christie story <laughs> there, uh, Colin. Yeah, isn't it amazing though what a wind does? I just felt a different person. The sun was shining, radio <laughs> leads were buzzing, playing August commentary. It was just uh, yeah, good times. And uh, yeah, imagine if we move on to 17 points, lads. Oof, oof, hey. beating, that, <laughs> beating that Sunderland record. No, bleeding. Just get past that yeah, Sunderland you know what? 15. Before last night, you struggled to see another goal, let alone another point. Yeah. And now you're thinking. Yeah, we'll beat Sunderland's points now. What's the problem? There's yeah, no problem, yeah. is there? You know, it's... Yeah. My, my target now, this, this isn't going to sound like much of a target, but we're now three points behind Fulham with a better goal difference. So let's not yeah. finish bottom. Let's get in... Let's, That's a good point. Let's like drag them in. Yeah, because we're both on plus yeah. 35 and yeah. they're obviously two down, aren't they? We so can yeah. enjoy yeah. Brighton. Brighton's going to be nervous as heck. Their, you know, results are, b- are tailing off. They won't fancy it. They'll, they'll see yeah, that. Exactly. Them. Anyone's going down yeah. there on Saturday would be proper, like... The players will be buzzing to get back. To me, for Saturday, there's two changes he makes. Moy, Moy starts end the conversation. Don't care. I don't care who for Moy starts, and the other one Bakuna starts. Okay, right back. Yeah, yeah, and rest of it I'd leave alone. Smith is it three game ban? Smith's got yeah. Yeah. Oh no, I tell a lie. I wouldn't leave it all alone. (laughs) I'd play Lever at left back as well. See, for me, Derm, I, I was a big fan of his at first, but. Since I think it's the Newcastle Southampton game, he's, he's sort of really sort of tailed off a bit. And last twenty, I thought he was all right yesterday. We, we had last, this conversation earlier. But you yeah, look, you look at Lever. Lever is Mister Seven out of ten. Absolutely, he's, he's he feels it as well. Does Lever? Oh, I'm, I'm not saying Derm doesn't. If, but if we start next season in Championship, which let's be fair, he's a, he's we're, we're leader, gonna, isn't he? He's done it before. He's a yeah, leader. You want if if Chris Lever stays, you're delighted. If Schindler stays, you're delighted. Congolo, you're delighted. Tommy Smith. You know what I mean? Aaron Moore, you buy more than one season ticket. Yeah. <laughs> Let's finish Twitter. Yeah. Let's finish Twitter. So I'm waffling. The last one is any agenda, I'd just keep it open-ended, any agenda points you would like to raise? Um, John Smith or a couple of cakes sent in some, some great ones as well about Siva and um, the tactics that he employs, which were really good. I enjoy reading those. Been a bit of a tactics nerd myself. Um, Stephen Kitchen... Um, I'm going to throw this out to you guys because you've just pretty much covered this here where you said can we realistically hold on to the likes of Moy, Pritchard, Billing, Congolo and Mounier if they were willing to take their pay cuts and play in the championships, a championship would you be happy or should we cash in so what I'll do is I'll play a game 
I haven't rehearsed this or thought of this. I'm just going to do it. This could go wrong. This is going to go wrong. <laughs> but you two at the same time, what I'll do is I'll call the name out and you'll say sell keep. Right. Moy. <sighs> at the same time, quickly. Is this hundred oh, percent keep? But he's going in it. Keep. Pritchard. Keep. Keep. That's sell. Billing. Keep. Maybe. Is that allowed? I think no. I okay, get because you might have to sell one of them. If some, yeah. someone someone said to me last night coming out, if we got a ten million it's, bid for Billy, think, Mitchell, no, no. The trouble is we've, we've waxed lyrical saying it's been his breakthrough year, but it has tailed off. I think a little bit in recent. He got weeks. injured, didn't he? he got I, injured. I I think he'll. I think Billy will be playing at Premier League next season. I thought he played well yesterday. I thought some of the runs he did were quite yeah. good last night. He's, he's a good, good footballer, is Yeah, I think I think that's it. So Congolo keep because he's not playing this game. Oh yeah, keep, but we won't, we won't keep him. Do you know? I'm, I'm not so sure. You know, I'm not so sure. Mounier, keep, keep. Okay, there you go, Steve. I think we all pretty much agree that we'll try and keep as many of them, but we might have to, or might be forced to sell one of the two midfielders. Yeah. And for me, I know Billings probably got more potentially, might go further in the game, but Moy is just so reliable. And if you want to bounce back quickly, you've got to do it in the first three years. And that's obviously if the they best could chance. persuade Adam Moy to do one year as a sod it, let's see kind of year, with a caveat that if we're nowhere near at Christmas, it can go in January. But that's wishful thinking. Adam Moy yeah. is a Premier League footballer every day of the week. Yeah, he's done enough to have it. You know, and club. there will be, yeah. there will. I bet, I bet there's a lineup of five, six, seven clubs looking and thinking. Yeah. He's he's already. Top of their list. What would you want from Neil? Twenty-five. Honestly, that I bloody much. would. Yeah, he's class. It's not a lot of money. Well, it is a lot of money, but it's not. In it's the not when you, when you look at what players are going for. It's nothing. Yeah, in, 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 when when you look at that, yeah, I know two million is. You take away our Premier League thing, and we've bought Carlin Grant for one point five, rising to two. That's a bargain in this day and age. That's an absolute bargain. Well, when you consider you bought, if we if we were in the Championship now already. And we paid that for a lad who scored fourteen goals in League One. You'd be thinking, good bit of business. You were out of contract, weren't you? Yeah, that's yeah, uh, yeah, th- them yeah, and that yeah. whole Roman. Is it Roman Douchelat? Du- yeah, so you, 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 you're thinking yeah, that's yeah. a good bit of business. I think he's he's messed them up there and he's left them short. And I think we've nipped in and taken advantage and probably got a five, six, seven million pound player. Just liked his attitude, and I'm obviously. What he did, but yeah, I've liked it. Well, liked yeah, it. On, on the subject of Adam Moy, obviously you'd keep him all day long. If if you could the sell Billing to keep I've him, I've seen in Huddersfield Town shirt in thirty nine. Is there anyone else, Matt? You're going to mention to keep or not? Or? No, those are the ones Steve mentioned. Ah, um, yeah, okay. Those are the ones he's come out with. We'll do the others in another time. Lossel, yeah. keep floor, leave, law, keep, derm, leave, Schindler, keep. Zanka, thanks for your pint, but Zanka, leave, Stankovic, keep, Og, keep. Oh, yeah, Hog's not going anywhere unless... For, for as bad as everyone says this season's been, and it has been, there's a lot of players who could do great Terry things in the championship. On your bike, son. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back the original one. <laughs> as long as it's not Freddie the Fox, whatever, oh, whatever yeah. that thing was. As long as uh, Sue Beaumont's lad does it again, he was good. But, um, yeah, so Mike Terrier7N2 says, who is targeting the players for next season with no director of football, and do you think the club wants to come back? If we go down, I'll just be a top 10 championship side developing kids for profit. Uh, the answer to that one, Mike, is Josh Marsh. He's the recruitment manager and recruitment is now done by a department and the director of football. All he'll do is just look at that department and just see whether they're doing the, 
the job that he wants them to do. So that'll be all at hand. That'll depend on what happens off the pitch, mate. Absolutely. Depends if we stay up or not, Cosby. Well, yeah, but, you know, if if it is the rumours, new owners and what have you, it'd be interesting. But yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be very interesting. Even though as Goose is cooked in the league, it's gonna be very interesting times. I think between now and all, all this talk of staying up tonight makes it sound like we're sat in a drug den, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're in Leeds. Don't worry about it. So if Town were to win on Saturday against Brighton, against a Brighton team in freefall, do you then do the same at home at Bournemouth the week after? Would we be back in the survival mix? Suspect not, but the Arsenal performance and then last night has me drinking the Zevert Kool-Aid and that's from at Rocket Foz, Andrew Foster. I think just play it game by game to use an old quote. And then the we're, last... We're, we're down. We're, we're, we are going down. And if I've got, <laughs> if, if I've got to take that back at the end of the season on a podcast... I will be the happiest man yeah. to ever take a comment back. Would we're, you we're dye your hair day. pink on the podcast if you stayed up? Absolutely not, no. <laughs> I was going to get on the phone to Nina then and say, Nina? No, absolutely not. Right, so the last couple. Uh, ben Denby uh, says he thought uh, John Gorant Stankovic, Terence Congolo and Schindler all carried the ball out last night and pressed, passed forward. What I loved was Stankovic. Ha- he played a role which isn't very familiar in England, which is it's a half-back role, which sounds... Yeah. Like a, a rugby, proper, yeah, but yeah, so yeah, so dropped into the back back three, and then the two. Uh, then you can't think of two better centre backs we've ever had to sort of then split and then right. play with the ball. Zanka's not very good at it, but Schindler and Congolo are excellent, and that worked really well. Did that Ben? Zanka's been audible this season. Yeah, yeah, but he's had Wolves. A, he's <laughs> had a stinker. Yes. Uh, yeah, so he's also mentioned that we we don't pass sideways as much, which you guys have covered, uh, and then it goes forward to Grant Pritchard and Mounier uh, more quickly. Uh, Russ Horsfall says, who will stay, who will go, Cosy? What, as in? Players. Oh, I mean, we've, we've just had a few of there, don't we, I mentioned, but again, it depends. I think Danny Williams is, and Derma are probably the ones I'd look at and go, such a, such a tough one to call, but there's... there's what is your time careers to be played for for the next 10 games for me? There's 10 games for sure who wants to stay. Yeah, definitely. So we've More had, than who we want to keep. So, Brighton away is coming up. Um, everything, Seaver's done quite well. When you think about it, we've played quite well at home. Everton, we did all right. Um, Arsenal, we played really well. Uh, last night was good. Away from home, not so much. We had a bit of a tanking at Chelsea, 5-0. Brighton um, won't be looking forward to this game whatsoever on Saturday. They're not. But the question is, it, it's all come under that 4-3-3 system. We got, we could have got tanked 8-0 at Newcastle if it hadn't been for Jonas Lussell. Yeah. We had 10 men, though, for 70 minutes. Mate. We did, but they were still ripping through as well yeah. prior to that. I don't think but would you would you make any swaps for or changes, system formation, personnel for uh, Brighton? Another, another, another eight do. <laughs> another eight. Just the ones we've said. Derm, Dane, and ex-midfielder out. Lover. Bakuna and Moy start. And it's flexible as well, isn't it? You can yeah. go from one to another. The long ball forward, but he can't win that ball. He's going to chase the keeper down. He's charged it down. Yeah. He's scored. <laughs> has just scored for the most bizarre goal you'll ever see. The goalkeeper raced out of his area to clear the ball. Hayford charged it down. It's hit his back and it's bubbled in. And Town have gone where they deserve. Right, so the the only thing I think to finish on because Cosy's dying to get away to uh, 
He looks like he's dying to get away to walk his whippet, but he's uh, off for... Uh, <laughs> <Food>. <laughs> he's, off, he's off ratting, ferreting. <laughs> he's dying to uh, watch the uh, rest of El Clasico, aren't you, Cos? I am, mate. For staff are really good. Not that I were uh, watching much of it. Paying full attention to you, Matt and Neil. It's <laughs> <laughs> at work, it's fine. So, the last thing, so thank you all again for um, getting in touch with us. Um, thank you for all the interaction. It doesn't work without you guys, so thank you very much. Um what is, however, ruining my OCD is that we're currently sat on 987 Twitter followers and we just need 13 people to help my condition and just click the uh, follow button there just to give it a nice round 1,000 and help my situation immensely. And if you could also like us on Facebook and Instagram, that would be great. Uh, we've also got some changes coming up for next season to keep an eye out for and a new website is on the way as well, uh, which is all good progress for us. And the last thing to do before we wallow off or walk off into the night is a song of victory. Well, I go get the uh, cough medicine, Mr. Richard Kosmala. Oh God, no pressure there. We're on our way, we're on our way to the championship, we're on our way. We don't care, there'll be no vow, we don't care, we're going on quest, we don't <laughs> care that we're not on Super Sunday. We're on our way up the town. If you go to Brighton, I love you well. Is this the moment for Lee Fowler? It is. Take your place in Division 2, Huddersfield Town. He's missed. Steve Simonson clears the flame of the goal and collapses in a heap of tears. Pete's got a chance. Pete scores. Jack Pete scores. Heffel is in there. Smith scores for Northfield Town. 3-2 Town. For a sherry, Danny Ward saves! Danny Ward saves! The quatch was in, round the hair! 2-0 on a field town! Christopher Schindler has a chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town legend. And he takes that chance! The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Lads, what's your favourite 90th minute goal? Got to be Heffley against Leeds. A shot from Moy and sliding in at the death, Michael Heffley. Great finish to the game. Shared with my family, only made better by ordering McDonald's via McDelivery afterwards. Three points. Not nugget share box, spot on. Order McDelivery now by the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.